So we are so excited. We're the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are here for a special bonus episode. This is going to be so fun. We have a Hallmark writer, a Hallmark movie writer, uh, Nina Weinman, is here with us, and uh, we are here to yeah get the inside scoop on all things Hallmark uh, movies and writing. And Amber's here, and I'm Rachel. And uh, we're really excited. Thanks for having me. This is, it's exciting that, you know, nobody ever cares about the writers. So I'm like, yay, somebody wants to talk to me. I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> I wanted to just, if you want to give us a, just a little introduction to, to you and how you got started writing. and Sure. Um, well, I started off when I first came to LA, I thought I was going to be an actress. I always did a lot of theater and, uh, and, and I love broad, all things Broadway. I'm like a big, huge Broadway nerd. And so I'll go to New York and I'll see five shows in four days, like as much mm. as I can. So, um, I thought at one point I was going to be an actress and it just wasn't happening for me at mm -hmm. all. It's like, I was a really strange type that I wasn't pretty enough to be the leading lady, but I wasn't character enough to be like the, the, you know, crazy neighbor or anything. So it wasn't happening. I wrote a play so that I would have something to act in. And I always, I was a journalism major in college and I always wrote, I wrote this play and afterwards everybody was like, you're writing so good. You're writing so good. And nobody said a word about my acting. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the path. Cause I always wanted to do both, but it just, it wasn't happening. And I always did a lot of improv and stuff. And, and I still, you know, I enjoy that, but this is really like watching my words come to life and seeing the, I remember the first time I was on set was my first movie was Backyard Wedding. Mm -hmm. And I was like crazy pregnant. I, my baby, my daughter was born nine days later. I was like, please do not let me give birth on this set and like ruin the shot. Like going to labor <laughs> while they're trying to shoot this. So I'm like, um, I, I would just sat there. My manager went with me because I was like, you have to come with me so that I don't, you know, go into labor and have to, they have to deal with me. So he came with me and, and I was, I remember turning to him going, they're saying my words. Like I wrote this scene and they're saying my words, but I, um, so I started writing and it took me 10 years of writing scripts and trying to make something happen before I sold my first movie, which was Backyard Wedding. And in that time, I worked at Lifetime as mm -hmm. an assistant in the development department. And I made all of these contacts. And that's how I met the people at Hallmark. And then they bought my first movie from me. Backyard Wedding, I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> Alicia Wynn is a, a angel in that movie. It's so funny. That was so. her first Hallmark movie and my first Hallmark movie. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that was her first. That and her I first. really enjoyed that one. I'm just going to go on the record and say all of your movies uh, that I have seen have at least three and a half crowns, which is really good. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm a big fan. Rachel is a little whatever a picky about <laughs> tis the season for love but i'm a it's big fan okay it's okay i take no offense listen guys like half of my movies it's i'm happy <laughs> no i when we when she mentioned that you agreed to be on the podcast i was looked you up on imdb and i was like oh she's like the best <laughs> i was so excited and then when i watched your podcast you were like my favorite and oh, i was like oh, that's <laughs> Well, I mean, if we, when, well, I'm sure eventually we'll do our favorite all, all together. And I would definitely have I Married Who 
on that list. Oh, I Married Who is so funny. That one so was funny. one of the movies that I wrote while I was at Lifetime. I wrote it as like a feature, you know, I thought I was going to write these big, you know, Reese Witherspoon romantic comedies. And so I wrote it as a feature. And then that movie, What Happens in Vegas with Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher came out. And I was yeah. like, well, that's going in a drawer. And <laughs> nobody's gonna that that was that's a waste it's not ever gonna happen and then it was years later I was like I don't think it's I don't think Hallmark's gonna do it because it's this girl and she gets drunk and <laughs> she marries another guy and they really liked it and we just kind of softened it a little bit yeah a little yeah. bit more Hallmark friendly and they bought it and then Kelly I have to say and I, I love Kelly and she said every single line in that movie the way it was in my head. And that makes me so happy. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's immeasurably better than what happens in Vegas because the, the characters are, are likable. The characters in what happens in Vegas are so awful. And uh, so I think that it's actually much better oh, <laughs> in my opinion. I appreciate that. The question is, what uh, is it like writing a Hallmark movie. Do they like come to you and commission scripts or do you just submit them and it's, write them? It's always different. So I have one, I have five that I'm working on right now simultaneously. Amazing. So, are wedding movies that I don't know when they're gonna happen, but I went in with Rachel Boston uh, with two wedding movies for her hoping to sell one of them, and they ended up buying both of them. Excellent. So Rachel probably will not, Rachel will just be a producer on one. I don't know which one she's going to be in and which one she's going to just produce, but but um, sometimes I go in with talent. I just sold a Christmas movie for next year with uh, one of their very favorite actresses. I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about yet, but it's, um, but it's, for next year. So if you go in with talent, sometimes that helps. I have mm -hmm. one that I'm working on um, that is a cruise ship movie that's based on a book and they sort of announced it last year at TCA, but they, I don't know if they were supposed to announce it, but they did. And that one, I was just a writer for hire. They brought it mm -hmm. to me. They said, do you want to adapt this book? I said, on a cruise ship, I don't even have to read the book. I'm in. Like, <laughs> 100%. in. And, um, so they, um, that's with Carlos and Alexa Penavega, and they that at TCA last year. So that hopefully is, it's all moving forward and it's gonna happen this year. Um, and um, so that was one. And then sometimes I'll just be like, oh, this is a fun idea. And I'll pitch it to them and they buy it or they pass on it. For every one that I sell, I've done 18 movies for them. You know, five are now in various stages. Yeah. Made yet, but. It, it, for every one that I sell, I pitch five yeah. for the pass on. So gotcha. it's just all different, all different kinds. Sometimes the producers come to me and they say, I've got this idea. Do you want to develop it? Or, or well, they've already sold it and they want me to write it. Well, one thing we're very concerned about is there are no fake fiance movies in this holiday season. No fake fiance movies? No fake yeah, fiance. Yeah, like fake boyfriends. None no, of them this season. This is not okay. Yes, right? <laughs> not okay. 
<laughs> so, I mean, last year it was Dan Lissing. So I have a project with him who's on <laughs> One Calls the Heart yeah. That, yeah. Um, that we sold together that um, Rachel Boston, Dan Lissing, and I all sold it together. And it's like, it's been really complicated because schedules, when you have two busy actors and their mm -hmm. schedules and stuff, it keeps, I'm not sure exactly when that one's going to happen, but that was the fake fiance last year. Yeah, yeah, see, so we need no we need one. We when we were reading the list, they're like, "What? No this fake fiancés? That's a staple of that's a staple of Hallmark movies." I know. And <laughs> it's Christmas Lincoln. without my fake fiance. I even, I even have an idea that it's not a fake fiance; it's a fake boyfriend at Christmas. But mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to get this in there next year. Now, yeah, but they, there was a shortage. This is not a <laughs> fact. Just lying to your family at Christmas is essential for the holiday season. I mean, what says Christmas more than that? Yeah, right? right? <laughs> so, uh, there's, so, so oh. there's so much. I can't believe that there isn't one. There's like 33 Christmas movies this year. Yeah. There's and also... They just, keep, they just keep announcing new ones. Just like, they're like, haha, surprise, there's another one. All <laughs> the time. So much. And they're doing so much that they literally are just finishing some of them now. Like, they're I know. just filming and they're in post and it, it's like it airs like we finish on monday and it airs on friday i mean they, yeah. have down, they have it down to a science now that they they're able to do it so quickly our shot in the summer yeah the yeah. preview show is very difficult yeah that's why some of them are like oh there's and then there's going to be one that's about this on to the next <laughs> I just like can't even imagine the board at like Hallmark Corporate where they're like, uh, this movie, wait, what is it? It's got a new name now. What what is it? What is it airing? And what they channel? All sound alike. They all have like <laughs> our movie is coming home for Christmas, and then the movie's a mysteries movie is Christmas Homecoming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> very Not to be confused with home for Christmas Day right. or yeah. It's, it, it's start, they're starting to sound alike. I think we got to get in some like, you know, they have things like the mistletoe promise. That one sounds yeah. a little bit different. Like not well, everything has to say Christmas. I guess. <laughs> well, and that one was fun because it really like it, it embraced a lot of tropes, but then it also kind of subverted them. I thought in a the fun way. Promise. Yeah. The mistletoe promise. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. Is um, there like a, a book and the book was super dark. Ooh. Oh, interesting. It was really dark. There's like, they, they took out the dark stuff because I, I read it. Um, I had a producer who was like, will you read this at one point? I think he had the rights and then it didn't happen. And I read it and I was like, whoa. What they, <laughs> when they did the movie, I was like, oh, okay. They did a really good job taking out the dark stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you guys, like, is there like a, like a gang of Hallmark writers who are just like, oh, we're so good? And like, are you the queen of their writers? <laughs> they, they, definitely, they definitely keep us on our toes. None of us ever feel like, oh, we're so good. <laughs> like, I just got 16 pages of notes. I'm a complete failure. This is the movie where they figure out that I don't know how to write. Oh. <laughs> no, they, they, it's, so, it's so specific. It's such a specific formula that you, that, when they get people who who figure it out, they tend to use us over and over and over again because also sometimes they'll, if something is supposed to shoot at a certain time and it doesn't come in and it's not ready to go mm -hmm. to camera, then they'll go, oh, we need this one and we need it right now. So they need people who can 
work within their timelines. Gotcha. So I think that they use, they, they use a lot of us and, and I know that they need more because I can only do so many movies a year. There's Julie Sherman Wolf. She's one of their regulars. She can only do so many. Neil and Tippi Dabrowski, they do a bunch. And, you know, it's, they, they do have their regulars, but they have thousands of other writers because there's just so much volume that they yeah. do. Yeah. But we all are friends. And that's the great thing. The, one of the best things about working for Hallmark is it's like a big family. You go to their events and screenings and things. And, and every TCA, which is the, the Television Crit Critics Association, and they have this big party. It's like the best wedding you've ever been to. <laughs> every, every year it's better than the last. And you see like all your friends or you see somebody and you go, oh, why haven't we worked together? We got to work together. And so it's, it's just a really big family and, and they treat us really well. Excellent. They're so good to us and, and you get, you have access to the CEO of the company. We'll send an email and say, I read your script. I really loved it. And it's so nice to be, to be treated like, like you matter in this organization that is so, so busy. Yeah. And they take the time to say, we value you. Yeah. So it's, it's a great place to work. And yeah. I don't work specifically, like I'm not an employee. Of sure, sure, sure. I don't have time to do anything else. They keep me so busy. And I'm like, <laughs> Thank you. Someday <laughs> my kids are going to need to go to college. And, yeah. like, and then you'll get to start writing all these college movies. Right. <laughs> it, is, it is funny. They'll be like, oh, let's bring this to Nina because she has little kids. Like she knows this sort of thing. You know, like they know where we are in our lives and what we're, what we're experiencing and what we're going through. And so, yeah, I'm hopeful that, you know, as my kids get older, they'll just keep hiring me for, Oh, well now Nina has teenagers, <laughs> but they're great to us. Yeah. It's, such, it's such a great family. And That's really cool. That's really cool. Tell us a little bit about coming home for Christmas that airs tomorrow on a uh, Hallmark channel. Tweeting together me and Danica and Neil Bledsoe, who is our lead, this is his first Hallmark movie. He's so dreamy. I don't know if you guys know who yeah. he is, but well, he is. we've 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 really come around on him since we've seen the previews. But okay. the poster they have of him does not do him justice. Which is the poster? Just the two of them standing there? Yeah, yeah. he's like making a weird face in it. I, I was like, who's this guy? I don't even think it looks like him that much. Yeah, I know. Very, you know, it's um. So this was, this is based on a book by this author named Jenny Hale, who is wonderful. And she's got seven or eight books. I've just pitched a couple more of her books because mm -hmm. she's just so on brand for Hallmark. What she does is what we do. And I read this book and um, the producers, Jonathan Axelrod and Alan Ett, were saying they wanted to do a Christmas movie with me. Let's find, so I just did some searching and I found this book and I was like, this is Sabrina. I don't know if you guys remember Sabrina. The, it was Harrison oh, Ford and yeah. oh. Greg Kinnear. And then it was a remake of a Humphrey Bogart movie. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn. And Audrey Hepburn. And Audrey Hepburn, yes. So um, I, I read it and I was like, this is 2017 Sabrina, basically. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. And I, I pitched it to them. They had the rights locked down the next day. And then we pitched it to Hallmark and they bought it. So um, Danica came on a little bit later, but this is uh, basically, it's a story of this 
girl named Lizzie who becomes the house manager for this grand estate in the Virginia countryside. Mm-hmm. And she is hired to prep the estate for sale and to throw one last Marley family Christmas Eve gala, which is legendary in this area. They're right outside of Washington, D.C., and all of the, the major players always come to the Marley family Christmas Eve gala. It's a huge deal. So she's going to get ready to sell the house and do the last one. So there's the grandmother who does not want to sell, and then there's the there's the fun-loving party brother played by Andrew Francis. And then- <gasps> Andrew Francis is in it? He's our <laughs> We love him. That's I literally, I think he is literally Rachel's favorite Hallmark person. Is Hallstar, he really? We call him. Oh my gosh, he's yeah. the best. Okay, I'm going to tell him to watch this. And then I'm going to tell him that he has to come on and talk to you about it. Oh my Rachel gosh. Would die. Rachel would die. He's awesome. He's awesome. I, I, I worked with him once before in Tis the Season for Love. He was yeah. in that. Yeah. And um, and he called me, he heard about this, he, he read the script and he, and he wanted this part. And I was like, you'll be so perfect for it. So he, um, he's adorable in it. He's so, so good. And he's perfect as the fun, loving party brother. And then Neil plays the very all business stoic, like we're selling the house and we're getting out of here. You know, he's that brother. He's and the Linus Larrabee. He is the Linus, the Linus and Andrew's the David. So he, um, so then Danica comes in and both brothers are like, well, hello. And (laughs) he sort of breaks down the walls of the all business brother and the party brother is like, maybe I don't want to be the party brother anymore. Maybe I want to settle down with you. And, you know, then a lot of fun and hijinks and this family that sort of fractured because of the lovely Danica McKellar, they find their way back to each other. It's really fun. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> and again, it's like when you're so close to this stuff, I've worked yeah. on TV shows before, like I was an assistant on this show years ago and it was an awful show. And when you're that close to it, sometimes you're like, you know, this episode's actually kind of funny and it's yeah. terrible. It's completely <laughs> terrible. But you're so close to it that you're like, but I love everybody here so much that, but this, I mean, I really feel, I'm so proud of this movie and yeah. I feel like, and everybody had such a great time making it. And uh, Paula Shaw, who played, this is now the second time she's played my grandmother. I put her up for this movie because she played the grandmother in Destination Wedding. Mm-hmm. And I love her. And oh, she's she, fun. She plays Pippa, the grandmother in this, who's like the society matron who's like, won't let anybody in. And naturally... Her name's because she couldn't have it in any other name. Really? <laughs> so um, it's it's so much fun. I really like it. So we're going to be together um, live tweeting tomorrow. Uh, Danica, Neil, me, uh, Rebecca Staub, who plays Danica's mom in the movie. And Danica's mom is making us a Yule log, which kind of plays a part. Do you know what a Yule log is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 it looks it's like, like a Swiss roll, but not. Like a log but it's chocolate and it's like rolled up and it's it's, so I need and it's so funny this is kind of a funny story because I needed more Christmas they're they're like just throw in more Christmas wherever you can so I'm googling like what's a traditional Christmas dessert I'm Jewish I don't know this what's a traditional Christmas dessert you need to make more you need to make a Hanukkah movie I mean 
<laughs> One of my favorites is yeah. Hitched for the Holidays, and that that has Hanukkah it's a in Hanukkah it. Movie? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, they've done it before. We need some. We need, we need a little more diversity here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, diversity is not Hallmark's strength, and we'd like that them to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, you know, there there's all of these Christmas tropes that we've done a million times, but like, right. slap it in a Hanukkah movie, it's brand new, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mix it up. Mix it up. I, I mean, believe listen, I in the home for all the Christmas movies, and I didn't get Christmas as a kid, so I feel like. I appreciate it so much, <laughs> but I don't know Christmas. I don't know the traditional Christmas desserts, but yeah. no, I, my husband is not Jewish. So now I do get Christmas and now my kids mm. get both because we, we do, we celebrate everything. Nice. So I was looking up like, what's a traditional Christmas dessert. And I was like, Oh, that you look, I've seen that before. That's kind of cool. So I put that in and then Jenny Hale, the author, read the script and she's like, what's a Yule log? We don't have Yule logs around here. Like that's not something people eat in Virginia. And I was like, it's okay. It doesn't have to be totally authentic. It's fine. So then Danica's cast later, she, and she was like, well, maybe, maybe you can do like a this or that. She had some other dessert suggestions. Mm -hmm. So then Danica was cast and Danica's family, her tradition is her mother makes a Yule log every year for Christmas. That's like a really big deal to them. Yeah. Oh. She was on Home and Family. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yesterday making a Yule log. This is totally, I mean, it was all such kismet how everything <laughs> out on this movie, but she's making a Yule log and she's going to bring it tomorrow night to our little tweeting party. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to have a Yule log. But it was so bizarre because I, I, a, a Yule log is a thing, I guess, but it's like a huge thing in Danica's family. Yeah, they're, yeah, her they're mom definitely was... a thing, and they're definitely delicious. I'm excited <laughs> to try it. This Jew wants to try a Yule log. <laughs> I mean, it's cake, whipped cream, frosting. How can you go wrong with that, right? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, I guess, you go wrong by, like, it doesn't roll perfectly, so it splits, but it will still right. taste delicious. <laughs> and my husband's family always makes pumpkin roll, which is kind of similar, except yeah. it's you know, pumpkin flavored cake, but and I love that. So I'm really excited for this Yule log. Yeah. That's I'm excited for you. Be right now in Canada. So he can't be there. And our producers are also up doing another movie. So they can't. And was this one filmed in Canada? Mm -hmm. Vancouver. Vancouver. That's actually outside of Vancouver. Yeah. Like it's about an hour outside. Like 80% are filmed in Vancouver, right? A lot. You know, they just started doing some in Utah. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you see, like, once a year, there's one, and you go, oh. They actually were filming one with Bobby Campo just, like, a block away from my office. I was very excited. What, do you know which one? Was it a Christmas movie? Yeah. It's the, it's the they don't, it's, it the was Christmas called shop, Sharing right? Christmas, and then I think now it's the Christmas shop, and. It might change its name again before it actually gets a poster, but right. but I, I, I was like a weird, creepy paparazzi person. I was just like watching out the window and like I kept driving by. It's okay. It doesn't come to Utah often. You're, you're so, you guys are so devoted to Hallmark. We really are. If they had a Hallmark convention in Utah, it would sell out. If I do, if I do a movie in Utah, you guys can come visit the set. <laughs> Okay, make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done one yet, but uh, most of mine have been Vancouver. Yeah. Almost all of them. Yeah. Oh. Well, say hi to everybody for us and tell them. I will. I will. That we love them. And I'm going to say right now.
your description of the movie makes me excited for the movie. Yeah, I don't know who writes the little blurbs. More so than what you saw on, uh, <laughs> on the official press release or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, the press release is sometimes the person you can tell is sort of like, I don't know, it's got Danica McKellar in it. That's kind of what makes people come sometimes, that it's yeah. just, okay, it's Danica, yeah. it's Lacey, or it's Lacey's movie last weekend did really crazy high numbers. So yeah. we have yeah. big news to fill this weekend. We need lots of people to watch. Oh, we'll, we'll get the word out. To my mom, who's our fan, she'll know. <laughs> my mom I'm, is also my biggest fan. Yes. Everybody appreciated my work the way that my parents do. <laughs> Talk about how sometimes you go in with talent already mm-hmm. to go p- pitch the movies. But when you're writing them, even if you don't have the talent attached to the project, do you sometimes think like, oh, you know what? This person would be so great in your mind when you're doing it? Um, sometimes. It depends. It's usually more of like, the dad character or like I always I, I will always see like the more charactery parts yeah I, I blue picture like in writing coming home for Christmas I was like this is Paula this is Paula this is Paula and I wrote so many drafts of the Daniel Lissing movie um over the past like however many months because it kept changing seasons uh-huh. so I because of scheduling stuff and I wrote so many drafts that I That's found that as I was doing it um, I have to do it in his accent. So I'll be typing it and it's like, come on, Callie, what do you, you know, like I do it with Australian accent because he's going to be Australian. He's going to use his accent. I am so excited. I've been so <laughs> sad they haven't utilized that. So, oh my goodness. I, I'm constantly, and then I found that, you know, I was writing something for Carlos Penavega and I was like doing it in the Australian accent. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, because <laughs> I was writing them both simultaneously. Uh-huh. No, no accent. No accent for Carlos. Yes, accent for Dan. <laughs> That's so funny. That's really funny. But I mean, it, it's, it's this staple of actresses. They're all amazing. They all could do it. And then once you bring them on, it's going to change a little bit to sort of incorporate their individual strengths. Yeah. So that always, that, that always happens and it. There's always adjustments because you go, Oh, she's really good at this. So we've got to have more moments like that. You know, that, that happens once it's already up and running. But I mean, sometimes they're, they're cast, you know, a week before you start shooting. Yeah. And so and they sh- you know, start shooting a week before it airs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to shoot this entire movie today. <laughs> Production tomorrow, it'll be on the air by Wednesday. But you're actually on set and stuff as a writer. I go up usually for about a week on each movie. Okay. I'm not there for the whole time because, I, and on this one, I was only able to be there for a couple of days because my son was starting kindergarten oh. and oh. I wanted to be there for the first few days. And then I always like to be there in the beginning because that's when all of the everybody's finding their sea legs and things need to change and mm-hmm. sometimes it's like you know what you know what's missing and and we need to rewrite this scene or, but I'm on the movie from beginning to end mm-hmm. I got calls every single day 
and I'm available to the set 24 yeah. seven when they need me, if something needs to change, if they need a new scene, if they go, Oh, we're, we're running short. So we need you to write another scene because the movie's going to come in short. You want to have more stuff to cut in the end than not enough to fill the two hour time slot. Yeah. So that that's happened before where, you just don't, they, they time it as they go. And if it's coming up short, they go, this happened on Stop the Wedding where I got a call and they said, this movie is coming in a few minutes short. I've got mm -hmm. two actors on set right now. It was Alan Thicke and Niall Mater and they wanted a new scene. And I wrote the scene really quick. They read it, they shot it. And it actually ended up being one of my favorite scenes between the two of them in that movie, because it was just sort of like bringing their relationship full circle. It was something that was actually kind of necessary and mm -hmm. I missed it the first time around, but we ended up getting, getting it in there. And that kind of stuff happens sometimes. And I, I always make myself available, even if I'm not physically on set. Mm -hmm. I watch Ooh. dailies every day, mm. every morning I'll get dailies. I'm so I jealous. Oh, I would love to watch dailies. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to see it. But also it's interesting because I go, oh, that I'll watch a cut and I'll go, there was a better take of so-and-so in that scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you, you know, like, so, when you watch the final. Yeah. When you watch the rough cut, when it first comes in, you go, you know what? There was a scene where I think it was a little, there was a take where I think it was a little lighter and more fun i think she had a better take and you know so that that happens too so i watch the rough cuts and i give my notes and sometimes they listen to me and a lot of the times they don't <laughs> it is what it is i give my input and i let it go yeah that's, that's really cool i mean i didn't imagine that the writers were so involved that's really interesting yeah i like to be involved <clears throat> yeah cool and, and it's one of those things where a lot of the time it's my vision. If it's not based on a book or pre-existing material, it's my vision. And mm -hmm. I have to then hand it over to the director and it's his mm -hmm. vision now or her vision now. Mm -hmm. And collectively in the end, it's probably a combination of both of us, but it's, you know, unless I'm the person who's physically behind the camera and I do not have the attention to detail to be a director, then it's you have to give it over to somebody else and put it in their hands and mm -hmm. be able to let go of it and it, yeah. it, it never ends up being exactly what you imagine and a lot of time it's even better yeah. yeah so i want to ask you about a couple of your films real quick okay. before we uh so what i'm curious about is lucky in love was that mm -hmm. a, a hard one to write i mean to do a, a like an april fools kind of um, that one i wrote with a partner Okay. And that was a very different experience. And it was so great writing this movie with one of my very best friends, because being a writer can be a really solitary existence. Like mm -hmm. most of the time it's me. I go to school in the morning and drop my kids off at school. And we have a lot of friends that our families were all friends. And I see them and I'm like, people, my people. <laughs> I get like human contact. I crave it because... I, I, this is me all day, every day. I'm like this on the computer <laughs> by myself. And um, so that was so much fun um, writing with one of my best friends. And um, the interesting thing about that movie is it was something they had never done, April Fool's. It was before they were actually doing Spring Fling. Mm -hmm. And it was the fastest movie I had ever sold. 
Huh. Like we pitched it and it was like a week later, they were like, it's in development because it was so different and unusual. And we did go through a lot of drafts. There was a little bit of growing pains working with somebody else, but it was such a great experience getting to work with her. Um, but that one, it wasn't, I don't think it was that difficult. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that, that one is very different. Fun. And like, there's even a lot of people in that movie who aren't really in the, the Hallmark stable, as it were. It was a lot of new faces. So. And I don't think that Jessica Shore has not been back. She, um, I think she left that and went on to a series. So she hasn't done any other Hallmark movies. And then Ben Hollingsworth had done he'd done a few before this one and I think he went on to a series too. So he hasn't been back in a while either. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's, it's just like, it's kind of like different even in just the actors, but like it almost feels because it's so different from like the regular ones, mm -hmm. like when they purchased to air, but it isn't, you guys made it for Hallmark, but I really yeah. love it. It's just, it wasn't, it was not an acquisition. And you can sometimes tell. It, you can, yes, you can. It, it makes, it, it definitely makes, it just has a different sort of look and feel. And it's it, sometimes it's, it's obvious. But um, no, that one was, it was before they really had defined their seasons. Because yeah. now it's broken up into very specific seasons. And whereas before it was just like, Oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, 4th of July. Oh, you know, it was like specific holidays instead of blocks, like seasonal blocks. So now yeah. it's Winterfest, mm -hmm. Countdown to Valentine's Day, Spring Fling, June Weddings, Summer Nights, Fall <laughs> Harvest, and then Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Well, and now it's in these blocks where it can fit like whatever, like a summer movie or 4th of July movie can fit within that that yeah. well, we encourage more yeah. random holiday movies yeah i would like uh you know uh <laughs> arbor president's day, day movie arbor, arbor day romance yes arbor day romance <laughs> love oh my gosh arbor that's day. even a great name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm all about that christopher um, columbus <clears throat> kismet yes <laughs> that would be really really good love on the mayflower yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> It's always love at this, love at that. You know, it's sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is an interesting title. And uh, Liz Yost, who's one of my executives over there, is like, no. <laughs> go, yeah, okay. what is with the title? I'm going to let you guys figure out the title, and I'm not even going to suggest it. So they just come up with the titles themselves? Sometimes. Like, I've pitched things. Um, I've pitched things just because I was like, oh, this is a fun title. Mm -hmm. Like, I've come up with a title before, and then pitch um come up with the movie based on that title just yeah. because i yeah. like like i i one that i have it's called the last bridesmaid and i was like oh that's fun yeah pumpkin pie wars pumpkin pie wars pumpkin so that pie was your wars. name i was like that's a fun title it that is one. a fun title but yeah, that we, one was like one of the executives over there bart fisher called me up one day and he said hey do you have any, um, do you have any harvest movies? I was like, oh, let me just go look through my harvest movie file here. <laughs> you know, no, I go into my husband. I was like, they're looking for a harvest movie. And he said, well, what about a pumpkin pie bake-off? I was like, what about a pumpkin pie bake-off? 
<laughs> I came up with a paragraph. He was like, great, let's do it. I mean, it took a little while and then they bought it. But sometimes it just, it, it just kind of happens like that where yeah. I was like a harvest movie. Yeah. I mean, cause we all have 30 of those in our back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But now you're, you're thinking about this stuff because of the seasons being broken down the way they are. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, you know, that could be, but then there are some movies where you go, oh, this is a good movie. Unless it's specifically a wedding or specifically Christmas, you go, oh, well that could, that could be, so we have one that, that we want to shoot in Mexico that they haven't bought, but we pitched and it's spring in San Miguel and San Miguel Allende because our Mexican producers have contacts there. We want to shoot there. They haven't bought it. I don't know if they're going to, but we were like, okay, well, how about if we can't get it ready in time for spring, summer in San Miguel, fall yeah. in San Miguel, Christmas in San Miguel. <laughs> we'll make it fit anyway. Yeah. We just want to go back to Mexico and shoot. <laughs> It's got to be fun coming up with the small town festival to tie in the season, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I feel like I gotta, I gotta figure out a new kind of festival, you know, <laughs> so many um, that you don't want it to become so saturated that people get bored. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the challenge now in these Christmas movies is they do so many of them you always need to be sort of marching towards something whether it's you know this gala and coming home for Christmas or whether it's the pumpkin pie bake off or there needs to be some sort of what are we moving towards what are we building toward in yeah. the story and usually it's some sort of festival parade slash party and the, the challenge is keeping it interesting yeah. And not repeating ourselves because it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think what is key, like there's two kinds of uh, ways to make it work. Like you either have yeah, a new sort of refreshing idea and that's fun, or you just do the standards, but execute them really well. That's like cool. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think all of yours have been executed well. So <laughs> way to go. Yeah. <laughs> support i mean that's it's i didn't know i was supporting you but now i, now <laughs> I, know, I know that i was the whole time well, i appreciate it whether you know it or not <laughs> well let's talk about one more real quick before we go so annie claus is coming mm -hmm. to town is one of our faves it's one of my top 12 Back favorites writing backyard wedding i was like oh i gotta come up with another one so then i um I don't even remember how I was so pregnant when I came up with this one. Um, <laughs> and I don't, somebody asked me once, like I, I had a, a newborn baby and I wrote Annie Claus and I turned it in and it was getting made. And somebody was like, how did you do that with a new baby? And I was like, I, I don't remember writing it. I really <laughs> don't know in that, like, I know I'd stick my baby. I didn't have help at the time. I'd stick my baby in the swing and hope she'd fall asleep. And I, I, I was on autopilot. I don't know how I did it, but somehow <laughs> I wrote that movie with a baby in a swing. Well, I don't know. It's, I, I love it. <laughs> it was my, it's really my inspiration. I was like, you need to eat. So let's keep writing. Let's keep writing. <laughs> Wow, you never know. You did a great job. It's and really fun. I just want to say, the, so the humor in that movie is really, like, it's really good. It's perfect for me. 
and the the humor, all of the like little bits of humor and heart in it. And it's, I just love it. It's one of my favorites of all time. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. It was a fun one. It was a really fun one. And that one actually, um, I have some pictures that that was when they used to do Hallmark movies in, in early on in the Hallmark like original movie time, everything was done through, oh, they had a deal that all their movies were done through this producer named Larry Levinson. Yeah. And he has a studio in Simi Valley, which is like, I don't know, an hour outside of LA or less than an hour outside of LA. So he has sound stages and a back lot and all of this stuff. So it was actually fun that it was here and you could go, and I married who? Annie Claus. And Backyard Wedding, I went to location, but those three all shot here in LA. Oh. Which was really fun to get to go. I was like too pregnant to go to most of them. But um, but that um, Annie Claus was one that they built this little like Santa's workshop. And so my husband and I went to visit the set one day and they were just building this Santa's workshop. And I was like, this is so cool. They're like building this set based on something that I created that was just so overwhelming and awesome to see that. That's amazing. I, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Aww. I mean, but, listen, it's also, there's, that's like the fun part yeah. of like going to the set and doing all of that, but it's, it's hard work. Sure, too. Yeah. It really, it, it really, it, listen, I, and I say that and I go, is it her? I'm not digging ditches in a hundred degree weather. I know how lucky I am that this is what I get to do for a living. And I'm thankful every day that this yeah. is what I get to do for a living. These are so polarized in the world and everything is, there's so much just fighting happening. There's so yeah. much, just there, now there's no harmony in the world right now. It feels like everybody's at odds. And so this is, I think, and, I, and there have been articles about it too. One of the reasons why Hallmark is resonating when other networks are really struggling to try and find an audience, Hallmark is growing and growing and growing because people just want to feel good. Yeah. And that's what this does. Yeah. yeah. And the fact is, is that Hollywood is not making these kind of movies. I mean, they had, a, I was hopeful with a Home Again that that would be a, a sort of return to that kind of romantic comedy genre, but was it really wasn't. Yeah. Was the, yeah, yeah. It, really- it wasn't a romance. I was so disappointed. And uh, so it's, it's just so refreshing for people that like rom- romances like yes. us uh, to have Hallmark Channel because there's really nowhere else that you can get old fashioned, fun, yeah. uh, romantic movies. I mean, listen, the way to make me happy, cute boys and show tunes. <laughs> That's all I need, and I'm happy. I mean, my family too, my kids. I have to- it's kind of funny because the more I've been thinking about it, getting deeper into you know the world of Hallmark than just the surface level. Now I'm like really entrenched. Um, it's interesting to me that I'm seeing a lot of parallels between like old classic golden era Hollywood mm-hmm. and the way that Hallmark Channel is being done now. Yeah. So I mean, they just need to get into making musicals, and then right. that'll be it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If there was a homework musical, that would be like the best day of my life. I know. I really want them to do one. I, I've, I've brought it up before. We'll see. You know, they, they keep, they're, they're slowly, they'll slowly try new things because they have to, because we just don't want the audience to get yeah. bored. So yeah. it's, it's baby steps. 
but I'm going to keep working on the musical. Yeah. They should because they're doing really well over Disney Channel. They what? They, the, the musicals do really well over Disney Channel. They do. So they I think do. they would do well. I think it would be a huge rating. Yeah. It just, ha- it's hard to execute. It has sure. to be done right. And it's, it's one of those things where um, I will not stop trying. <laughs> yes. And now we know we have an advocate. <laughs> I would love to do one. I think it would be really fun. The other thing, I would love if they did one with a plus size lead. That would make me really happy. Yeah. Too. I think that would be really I just refreshing. Want, I just want a plus size best friend who has a romance like B plot line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be cool too. I'm not too picky. <laughs> I don't need a lead. I'm being sensitive to that because they have been hearing that people want more diversity on every level. Yeah. On the network. Yeah. So they that I know that that's something that they are taking into consideration and they are trying to be representative of what the world looks like yeah in every capacity so that that's something that they've talked about i know at the last tca they they were saying that they're they're really trying to be more sensitive to that yeah and you you do see that in a lot of the the more recent releases that there's you know been a push for more inclusivity Mm -hmm. and uh i i've I really love it. Like yeah. this last, the sweetest Christmas. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. You know, I love him. What's his name? Jonathan oh, Adams. Jonathan oh, okay. Adams was oh, the best part of the yeah, whole movie. The, the, yeah, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if they, if he did, they didn't have him in that movie. I would have been like, not as good. But he was in that movie, and he really, yeah. he made that movie mm-hmm. for me. Brought some much needed, like like diversity. He has great energy. It's yeah. just. It's fun to it's fun to see that, and even in, in like the secondary roles, just having mm-hmm. people that everybody gets to know that you see in these Hallmark movies. That yeah, yeah, I would be so excited. Process. Yeah, I, I would be Andrew Francis because oh. you know, he's the guy that doesn't get the girl in this movie. Oh, you guys are gonna know it's okay, but <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious by the poster who she ends up with. Sure. So yeah, it's a big mystery, and there's like. They, they, the press pictures are of like them kissing. I go, maybe let's just hold that back a little bit. But I said to Andrew, you know, I, I the, your next movie, you're going to be the guy that gets the girl. It's yes. like, you have to play the guy that, that doesn't, you know, I, I, I think that he is. I think that he's built to that point now. You know, yeah. it's like you have to, um, you have to build to it. Yeah. And, and people are ready to see you get the girl. Yeah, I'm we're, ready. We're, we're ready. <laughs> but I also, I also really love when he's the bad guy. So. <laughs> yeah, I would love, I would be so excited if Brooke Elliott from Drop Dead Diva, she's one of my favorites, if she was the lead in a Hallmark movie, I think she would be really fun because she's plus size and super cute. I'll bring up that name. I don't think she's on a series right now. I mean, sometimes it's about availability and that all that because if somebody's on a series, they're just not available to shoot a movie. But sometimes in between seasons, mm-hmm. a Hallmark movie shoots in about a month. It's yeah, about a yeah. month time commitment on set for an actor. Mm-hmm. So um, for number one, for the star, it's yeah. about a month. For the re- And number two is usually the same. But um, that's a name I can definitely throw in the mix. Yeah, because it's not on the series She's anymore because really, yeah. it's done. <laughs> 
Yeah. But she could be doing other things, Rachel. (laughs) I'm sure she is. But anyway, I would be super pumped. Uh, But just that kind of thing. I think it'd be really fun. So, well, you are a delight and you can come on our show literally anytime you want. Just, just let us know. If you just want to be the third person on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. You guys will live tweet with us tomorrow. We'll all be, we'll all be doing it together. So. Oh, we um, for sure will. (laughs) At five o'clock some crowns and not oh <laughs> oh it will get crowns i no mean sucks. there's kind of like a Maybe secret thing that like if you put andrew francis you're guaranteed at least three crowns <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> okay although engaging father christmas you guys didn't even know that he was in it i know he was a secret prize he's he's in one of the promos but there's a short promo and a long promo he's in the long promo but he's not on the short promo Oh, so see, I didn't, I didn't oh, even no. see him He's now. I'm so excited. be on the poster, so there's some mystery. Yeah, couldn't he just be, like, like in the poster, like, poking brother. out from behind, like, a banner, <laughs> banister or something? Brother, yeah. and they're both on either side of her, and she's like, hmm, hmm, which one? I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, where can people reach you if they, if they want to follow you oh, on social media? Uh, or? My Twitter is um i think i am n-i-b-e-w-e i think that's my i think there i can my, check real quick n-i-b-e-w-e which is like i tried to get my initials it was taken so i did the first two letters of nina beth weinman and everybody's always like what does that mean nibue <laughs> <laughs> it's the first two letters of my name <laughs> of each of my three names uh, yeah you should make now it something because <laughs> we're going to be recording a preview of the Lifetime movies and other non-Hallmark uh, movies. And so we'll have that up pretty soon. And also on, you know, we'll have our normal weekly episode on Wednesday. And so look forward to that where we'll be talking about coming home for Christmas raving about it we should say and then uh, crossing my fingers hoping for a good review (laughs) hoping for the Rachel and Amber seal of approval the 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 pressure is on but uh Mm -hmm. but no uh we have Christmas homecoming this weekend as well which uh, is kind of funny they put both of the home ones on the same day actually written by a really a good friend of mine (laughs) Donald Martin who wrote that both of us we wrote Operation Christmas Oh, okay. kind of not really together. I wrote the romantic comedy version and then he turned it into a drama when they decided it wasn't working as a romantic comedy. So, but we've become really good friends and we're like, oh, we're, we're on the same night. Well, that's why you have two channels. So you can just watch yeah. them both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that one looks really fun. We love Julie Benz. So we're excited about that. It's really good. Yeah. And, and Donald's such a good writer that I'm sure it's going to be such a good movie. Yeah. It looks really, really good. And uh, so anyway, we have a fun weekend of entertainment. I mean, four movies, a, they're like producing as many movies as like Hollywood is. Like, I, think, I don't know if there were four new mainstream Hollywood movies oh, yeah. out this weekend either. Well, not even from the same production company. Like right, right. that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, we look forward to all of that. And, uh, and you can, so follow us on Hallmarkies Pod, please, on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we are on iTunes. And uh, so yeah, just uh, follow us on our various, uh, in YouTube. 
also on our various platforms. And you can find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media. And uh, my, uh, my blog uh, is 54 Disney Reviews. I'm going to be having my review of The Star, which looks interesting, later on tonight. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that should be fun. And so, Amber, where can people find you? Um, you can just find me on Twitter. I'm at Amber Brainwaves. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, thanks again. We really appreciate it. And oh, thanks for having me. Now that we know that you are open to our suggestions, you'll expect to be hearing from us much more. <laughs> okay. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Okay, great. I can't promise they'll listen to me, but I'll throw it out there. <laughs> That's never stopped us before. Okay. No. Fair. <laughs> well, thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you all soon.